0: Hello and welcome to Versus, a show where nerds do what nerds do best. Argue. I'm Adam Peacock, and this week I will be representing Indiana Jones.
1: And I'm Caitlin Hempstead, and this week I will be representing Alara Croft.
0: Two worthy competitors,
1: two iconic thieves of culture.
0: Yeah you could argue maybe the same character.
1: Very nearly, but with two big differences.
0: Two very big differences. Well, let's get into it. Let's get let's get straight into opening remarks, Caitlin. I'm gonna put two minutes on the clock. Tell us why Laura Croft Tomb Raider is the best character.
1: Thank you so much, Adam. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and paint a scene for you. Picture it, it's 1996. You're booting up your Sega Saturn for a little bit of me time. You know, play a little Sonic 3D blast, a little bit of Resident Evil? No! Because you're a thinking man. You're going for something else. You go ahead and you pop in the cartridge, and there she is. Long French braid, calf high socks. Practical boots—the only time a female character has ever worn shoes that you can actually run in. That's right. It's her ladyship, Countess or something, Lady Lara Croft. Um, originally created by British game developer Core Design, Lara Croft is an indelible character in games, movies, animated series, comic books. Um, allegedly Phoebe waller is writing a TV show, and I'm so excited. Also, action figures that you walk into someone's house and you see them you go, oh no, I don't think I can go on another date with this guy. Um, Lara Croft has been with us in so many decades, for a few decades, in so many guises. Uh, in most versions, she is a spoiled young heiress who's involved in a plane crash that either kills her adventurous parents or just gives her like a, a life reevaluation trigger. And she says, you know what? I'm going to abandon my life of privilege And I'm going to become a mercenary and a treasure hunter. Uh, But whichever origin story you prefer, she ends up robbing tombs, solving puzzles excelling in hand-to-hand and armed combat, wielding magic, and also defeating people who are even more bent on robbing cultural treasures from native peoples than she is. So she is slightly, what you always want from a protagonist, slightly better than the bad guy. You could say she's a ripoff of certain other archaeologist characters. Maybe. I agree. But did you know that there's a Lara Croft go like Pokemon go to the polls? I did not. I love Lara Croft. She whips ass.
0: That's very good. I You know, I like that all of my nerd stuff is boy stuff. So, like, when Allie <laughs> comes over, it's nothing weird. It's like Stone Cold Steve Austin and Ninja Turtles and stuff like that.
1: Right. It's not like a, and hey, no shade to anybody who loves anime girls. No, but no, no, no. But, if I do walk into a house and I see sexy anime girls, yeah. I make a value judgment. Look,
0: and I'm there's no judgment here, but some things are just meant to be kept to yourself.
1: Yeah, sometimes some things you keep in a secret closet where you light candles mm-hmm. uh, and then you don't show someone till like the sixth
0: date. Yeah. I enjoy drinking pickle juice. Kind of the same thing.
1: <laughs> Disgusting. Adam, won't you please tell us why Indiana Jones is the greatest character of all time? Mm, when I will. put two minutes on the clock. All right. Take it away.
0: So you took us back in time a little bit, and I think I'm going to do a bit of the same. I went to Eastern Michigan University and Caitlin is, comes as no surprise. I have a theater and film degree, which is useless. Yeah. But my two mentors, John Cooper and Keith Dameron were wonderful professors, incredibly knowledgeable, funny. They were really motivating. They were just those they were excellent teachers. But I kind of got the impression that after they went home at the end of the day, that was kind of it. You know, they were just going home to see their families, maybe kick back, watch a little bit of TV. Whatever. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it would have been a whole different ballgame if I found out that John Cooper was out fighting Nazis and... (laughs) Picking up alien skulls and like, you know, being in the room with God himself, possibly. And that's what Indiana Jones is. He's not just some boring, stuffy archaeology professor. No. In his spare time, he does those things. He kicks Nazis asses. He goes and I mean, I'm still blown away by the fact he was in the room with God. He didn't get his face melted off because he's smart enough to know you don't look God directly in the eye. Mm And he kept his face for that, not to mention the fact that, you know, we're talking about indigenous artifacts and people. And yes, he is a bit of a pro-social. He believes that artifacts belong in a museum, which while on its face could be good, there's sort of a lot of uh, nefarious back and forths as it comes to things located in museums and where they actually belong. But that's not Indy because Indy wants to bring the knowledge to everybody. And also you're talking about the guy who's ranked the number two AFI greatest film hero of all time. The American Film Institute puts him at number two. Do you know who's at number one? Luke? Atticus Finch. <laughs> that doesn't make a lick of sense. <laughs> that doesn't make Same any sense thing. at all. So really, Indy's number one, because that guy's just a lawyer, and Indiana Jones saved the planet. So he's the greatest. <laughs> Not only is he handsome, he's educated, but he's a kick-ass crime fighter superhero who's just a regular guy, but he's, you know, more than just a regular guy. He's Indiana Jones, the number two greatest action hero of all time, according to AFI.
1: Wow, and who am I to gain say AFI?
0: No, I I mean I'm really shocked at the Atticus Finch thing.
1: That is um uh surprising, but also sort of nice, I think. Y- yeah, for sure. That they're like, yeah, no, like it whipping imaginary Nazis is awesome, but you know what's even more cool? Uh putting in the work to um uh, ensure that a person of color gets their due process. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. And now here I am ragged on the guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you hate Harper Lee famously.
0: Hate can't stand Harper Lee. Yeah,
1: she you, I think you called her a putz? Is yeah, I right?
0: did. Yeah, yeah. I called yeah. her a putz mm-hmm. and yeah. I've sent some strongly worded letters to her office.
1: Yeah, she she she's dead, bud.
0: Uh <laughs> That's right. I actually don't know and if we're going to keep we're going to keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to make sure it stays that way. I uh, Okay, did you play any of the Tomb Raider games when you were growing up?
1: I didn't play a single video game when I was growing up. I never had a system. But what I did do was go over to my friends' houses, and I distinctly remember going over to Nikki Ballman's house, uh, and she and her much older sister would play Goldeneye and they would play Tomb Raider. And I would watch. And uh I Friggin' loved Lara Croft, and it really did not occur to me that she had insane proportions until someone pointed it out, uh, which is maybe says more about what it's like to be a little girl.
0: <laughs> I even remember as a as a kid when those games came out. I was, I remember thinking, "Come on, this is a bit this is a bit absurd." As like an eleven year old, right? I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm into it, but I just think it's crazy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. I do think it's really funny that they were like, "Okay, we can make a female character who's very skilled, very competent, like wears shoes that you can." I'm gonna point yeah. out again, actually run in, but we have to give her size H. Yeah, yeah. There's no way around it.
0: Sorry, my hands are tied. I wish I could.
1: Tragically, I wish I could. Do you? Okay. Who do you think is sexier?
0: Oh boy.
1: Of these two characters.
0: Between Indiana Jones and Laura Croft, Tomb Raider.
1: Yeah. And keep in mind, Angelina
0: Jolie. Yeah, I know. She's very beautiful. And apparently she shops at the Trader Joe's in my neighborhood.
1: Oh, my God. Give her some pretzels. (laughs) Uh, Give her the almond butter pretzel. I
0: don't know. I think Indy's like when he's got that open shirt with that leather strap across his chest, he's pretty sexy young Harrison Ford you know, I think the hat and the beard Harrison Ford's a handsome guy even now even in, as he's into the into the autumn stages of his life.
1: I mean I think for me Lara Croft goes so cartoonishly past being sexy that she sort of loops around mm-hmm. to being someone that I can really take seriously whereas sometimes with Indian yeah. Joseph like <laughs> look at your face you know what I mean
0: uh, yeah, no, I hear you I hear you. That, that scruff, though, and that hat, that fedora yeah. was really Maybe cool. this is
1: an unwinnable battle. Who's more competent? Who's better at tomb raiding?
0: I was just going to ask, who do you think does the actual job Wow. Better?
1: Okay. Great minds. Um, oh, this is kind of a tough one because Lara loves guns and causing mm-hmm. destruction. And one thing that she is always perfectly happy to do is just like open fire on a 3,000-year-old ruin, yeah. which is a bummer. I think that she is slightly better at it because she takes less damage. Obviously in the video game she takes plenty of damage, but
0: that's very true. In
1: the movies, and I think in a lot a lot of the gameplay that I've seen, she is so calm, cool and collected that like they both end up with the yeah. artifact at the end, but she sort of like walks out of there and Indy's like Ugh.
0: Yeah, he's always bitching about snakes. Yeah. I will say playing, is, playing a Lara Croft game does feel cool. It's This is who I would want to be if I had to be this person. Yeah. You know, like an archaeologist or whatever. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. who, I, who I would want to be. Because
1: she's Bruce Wayne and she's Indiana yeah. Jones.
0: And she has no problems killing people. Like yeah. you said. She's, she is very comfortable with murder.
1: Right. Indiana Jones is playing by Marvel rules. Yeah. Lara Croft is playing by DC rules, where it's just like, if you're yeah. in my way, you're dead.
0: Right. And I think, you know, Indy's... Killing cult leaders off a bridge, but you know they were bad guys. They
1: were bad guys. Who do you think is better at the job?
0: Well, i I think I think you nailed it. Both of them don't take into account what their actions are going to have <laughs> the repercussions of their actions because I think stealing artifacts to, that are protected by giant rolling boulders is who knows what that's going to do. I'm going to go indie though because he gets rid of Nazis. You know the yeah. murder thing is it murders tough, but when it's a Nazi, I'm okay with it.
1: I'm kind of okay with it. Yeah, that's an interesting one, because a lot of the people Lara Croft kills are just like, I think this guy was just paying you really well, or sometimes she'll be a little bit reckless with the lives of just like random Cambodian people who were hired to like do some
0: construction work. Right. Or just, yeah, just goons who were just trying to make a a living. You know, they don't know what's going on. Yeah. Do you feel like
1: Indy is more careful with goons?
0: I think so. Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Because I think Indy's dealing with the top brass. So, Ark of the Covenant, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, it's an alien skull. That's kind of top brass. Like, you're, people are going to want to know about that. So,
1: is that? I didn't see that movie. It's like actually aliens.
0: Yeah, it's actually aliens.
1: Huh.
0: And he escapes an atomic blast by going into a refrigerator. It's been, It's everybody's <laughs> talked about it. And I watched it again this afternoon, and it's completely insane. It's great.
1: Honestly, why not? Uh, Lara Croft uh, goes back in time, and all she does with it is make Daniel Craig not die as bad.
0: As he's walking around this very clearly nuclear testing site with the dummies that are all set up like a 1950s neighborhood. Oh, my God. He's He has lines like, like he hears a buzzer going off and he goes, that's not good. <laughs> and then he hears something else and he goes, that's really not good. Like,
1: oh, boy. He's, he's cracking wise all the way up until the end. He's doing goofs. This is another thing I think these two characters have in common. They are so cool. Yeah. They're just so cool. Something I wanted to mention in my intro is that at one point in the film, I I, I love that first movie. I loved it when it came out and I was young and I love it now. Lara Croft is like, good night, Jeeves, or whatever her butler's name is. And she's in her pajamas. (laughs) And then you find out what she's doing to relax before bed is indoor mansion bungee jumping. That's sick. Yeah, that is cool. That's what she does for fun.
0: Yeah, that's like when you saw Batman sleeping upside down in the first Michael Keaton (laughs) Batman. Oh God,
1: yeah, God, Tim Burton has no shame at all.
0: He doesn't need to do that. He's not actually a bat. He's
1: not a bat. I love Tim Burton. You have to read one of the comics. You have to promise me.
0: He's just doing that for show.
1: Whose alter ego is better?
0: Oh, you mean Doctor Henry Walton Jones Jr., Indiana? That's the one I'm referring to. Indiana. I mean. I I think just because of the whip, it's Indiana Jones. Oh,
1: you mean like like the, I guess by alter ego, I meant like the day-to-day personality.
0: Oh, you're talking about the professor.
1: Yes, I'm talking about the professor versus rich
0: lady. I think professor because it's more blue collar. Mm. It's more relatable.
1: Yeah, professors are nothing if not blue collar. And totally relatable. (laughs) Yeah. Just a tenured professor of ancient archaeology.
0: That's like one of the easiest jobs I hear you can get. Uh
1: Uh-huh, yeah. I mean, you just, you know, you kiss your wife goodbye and you get your lunchbox and you roll up your dirty shirt sleeves and just teach a bunch of undergrads.
0: I'm going to be gross for a second. Do you think Indy was messing around with some of the students?
1: Okay, I'm really glad we're discussing this. I think that he was not. And maybe this is my heart longing to believe in what it wants to believe. But I mm-hmm. do think that he really likes a fully realized adult woman, and these undergrads are just not that interesting.
0: I think you're right. I think he's thought about a couple, mm-hmm. but he's never done anything because of, I agree with what you said. Mm-hmm.
1: I think he's having a Jackie Chan style. Like, they follow him back into his office, and they're like, I'll do anything for an A, and he's like, whoa, whoa, yeah.
0: whoa. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And then he jumps down a glass staircase in a mall yeah. like Jackie Chan. <laughs> yeah.
1: Jumps through a window. There's a bunch of guys doing funny stuff in the background like in a Hong Kong action film.
0: Yeah, it's great. I keep thinking about Professor Jeremiah Lasky from Saved by the Bell the College Years when he was dating Kelly Kapowski.
1: Oh no. Wait, the actor and or the, Jer- the
0: like the characters in the show.
1: Oh no, really?
0: He was a professor and she was a student and they were dating and he was kind of scummy. So I don't think Indy's gonna do that. I think Indy's yeah.
1: I, th- I just I think he's not horny for a woman unless she is an extremely accomplished Singer, also yeah. archaeologist. Uh, I'm trying mm-hmm. to remember the other one. Well, he's
0: going to have some clever line, something to the effect of "Come back and see me when you're 25," or right? Something
1: like that. <laughs> right, right. When you finish your masters, that was a pretty good Harrison right.
0: Ford. Hey,
1: thanks. I think Lara Croft's alter ego is cooler because it is implied that she is either she. The skills that she has includes. Being a bike messenger, uh, she was with some sort of elite military unit, briefly, like a black ops mercenary type of thing. Uh, What else? (laughs) What other insane... She speaks every single language, uh, including Khmer. She really can just do... Like, Indy goes to another country and continues to speak English. Lara's like, yeah, I speak this dialect of Punjabi, no problem.
0: I mean, let's be honest, if these characters had all that stuff, they would be Rain Man. (laughs) <laughs> There'd be no way for, like, you know what I mean? They wouldn't be swinging around solving problems like that. They'd
1: be too smart. Oh, I see what you mean. Yes, they would be too smart. And also, like, socially, she would be a disaster. She had, like, trauma totally, early yes. in life and has never had to work for her money. And I went to school
0: with a girl who was brilliant, and she's gone on to become a doctor. She's incredibly intelligent. Couldn't hold a conversation to save her life.
1: Yeah, yeah. One thing she's not out here doing is just, like, flirting with every single arms dealer. Yeah,
0: totally. Never to totally. live. <laughs> And Indy doesn't have to because they just naturally fall in love with him.
1: Yeah, God, they sure do fall in love with him. If he came to my bar in Mongolia and said, You're coming with me, I would, yeah. I
0: would go. There's a quote er, from Spielberg, and he was talking about Indiana Jones. And I this I like this quote because it, it he's a little more with a little more exercise and a little more courage, we could be just like him. <laughs> So, in a weird way, there's a subtle dig there. It's like, hey, you fat piece of shit. You You fat coward. Hey, yeah, you fat coward. If you worked out, you could be like Indiana Jones. It's a pretty good motivator. It's better than just say no.
1: Yeah, that does kind of make me want to get on a treadmill. Just say no, maybe once you feel bad about yourself.
0: Exactly. It's a parental advisory sticker. Because I'm horrible at conflict.
1: Get yeah. off your ass and get into a cave.
0: You want to be like Indy? don't he? He's like bullying you to be like yeah. Indiana Jones. Dick.
1: I will say there's no way that any human being alive can be like Lara Croft. I, to do that, you would have to, um, at the age of six, uh, inherit all of the money in the world and then be in single-minded
0: pursuit of
1: um, whipping ass
0: your whole life. And she would, I mean, all those injuries would start to pile up. Sure. what you know, like... <laughs>
1: One pet peeve I have about every single movie ever made is that, like, you can absolutely die from a punch. And the whole time, all we do is just watch her get, like, shot and stabbed. Yeah. And, like, I, I, I would die from being tripped hard enough.
0: I love the John Wick movies, but I think they there's a bit of that there, too.
1: They truly might as well be, like, an animation because they bear yeah. no <laughs> resemblance to real
0: life. I do think if I had to do any of the things that Indy had to do like I said, cut down a bridge full of people or, you know, run from a... I don't... I could maybe do one of those things and then I would have to be done for the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah. And I would would do nothing but tell that story. (laughs) I cut down a bridge full of people. And they were begging me not to. Yeah. I could see the look in their eyes. They wanted to live and I took that from them.
1: You just, like, take uh, Spielberg's advice and then come back haunted three months later, like, I saw some stuff in the jungle.
0: Yeah, but I'll be in such good shape and I'll be so courageous.
1: (sighs) Which... Brings to mind the question: Who would you rather be?
0: I gotta go, Indy. Hmm. I just I gotta go Indy just because of the the legacy factor.
1: Hmm. What do you mean by Spielberg that? Spielberg and Lucas. Okay.
0: You know, okay. we got the Star Wars connection, Jurassic Park. It's all in the lexicon. You know, like I'm just I'm going for the history.
1: Yeah, but Lara Croft, you've got core design and Jan Bont.
0: and John Voight.
1: Yeah, that's not really an appeal to me. <laughs> It's not a huge lure. Um, What happened to him? Everybody loved him, I
0: thought, at one time. I
1: guess. I don't know. I think he did some bad stuff, and then he kind of faded away. Uh, Also, Adam, I try to keep it civil, but you're being fucking ridiculous. Everyone on Earth would rather be Lara Croft. She's staggeringly hot. She's incredibly wealthy. She has skills that border on magic, uh, and everybody loves her.
0: Well, I keep in mind, buddy, you're talking to a guy who can't grow a beard, so I think I'm jealous of that, too.
1: I think that if she wanted to, Lara Croft could grow an incredible beard.
0: She could do it faster than I could. Most certainly.
1: Yeah, I I, I don't mean to offend, but I absolutely think that like video game, no. animated series doesn't matter. Like if she put her mind to yeah. it, she would make it happen. She would get like a spell or something.
0: She would uncover something cool. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of cool things, we're going to take a break. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to play some games to help solidify our case, Caitlin. If who is better, Indiana Jones or Lara Croft Tomb Raider?
1: Thank you for giving her her full title.
0: Welcome back to Versus. All right, Kaylin, this is the part of the show where we're going to play some games. I have pulled one from one of our producers who were just thinking up effed up stuff in the back. We
1: keep them in <laughs> a <up>. little <laughs> in a little room in the back of the podcast studio, and we force them to yeah. churn out game ideas. Make them eat baby food. Yeah, and we put um, water bottles through the bars like they're gerbils,
0: and they love That's it. Cool. Well, this is one that I uh, that I pulled from them. This is called Swipe Right, Caitlin. What's going to happen is you're going to have a minute on the clock to craft a profile, a dating profile for Laura Croft. Hmm. You might see on such dating apps as Hinge or Raya. Oh, it's going to be Raya. <laughs> is that what it, that, that <laughs> is one. That's for rich people, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the rich people. Okay.
0: One.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which we're I'm totally on. So you know, keep an yeah, eye. Yeah, totally. Out for me. Yeah, yeah. Alright, Adam. <clears throat> I am prepared. I am ready. I am excited.
0: Whenever you're ready, buddy.
1: Okay, so uh you, you're you're on Raya. You swipe left on some weird photographer uh, from Boise who somehow paid their way onto the app. And then you see her. Uh, oh, she's so beautiful. She's wearing a black tank top and brown shorts. And then you look at her another picture and she's wearing the exact same tank top and also shorts. Uh, sorry, it's actually a short sleeve shirt. And then you scroll down and she's wearing the same short sleeve shirt and shorts, but this time with gun holsters. And her profile is like, I don't know what I'm doing on this bloody app, my butt the made me and um, it's very clear that she is extremely surly and uh, <laughs> not interested in dating even slightly even so uh, the profile is incredible it's her in exotic locations she of course has the picture of her catching a big fish as is obligatory on dating apps uh, and in spite of never changing her clothes and hating everyone she looks hot okay that's it
0: very good thank you so much Yeah, I would swipe right.
1: I thank you. I think that has to be part of the rules of this game.
0: If you would date that person. Yeah, yeah. would
1: you swipe right? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Adam, right back at you, bud. Wouldn't you please construct a dating profile for Indiana Jones?
0: All right. So you're out. It's a Friday night. Say you're meeting up with some of your gal pals and you're going to some of your local favorite haunts. And you go inside and your phone vibrates inside your purse. You pull it out and there's a a match from Bumble. It says, you've matched with someone. And you swipe it open. You open it up and then you turn on and it's Indiana Jones. There he is. It's this picture of him working in a garden and he's shirtless. And it's like in black and white, you know, Mm -hmm. and there's a dog in the background maybe. And that's his profile picture. It's not too suggestive, but it is very attractive. Mm. And then you keep swiping right and it's him reading a book You keep swiping through more photos. It's him at a pool. It's him playing with a little kid in the neighborhood. So it shows that he has a friendly side, right? And then you get down to who this person actually is. Interests are free climbing, rocks and conversation, favorite foods, pizza and monkey brains. This is a person who's worldly. This is someone who has traveled that you're going to be excited to date because not only do you have something to teach them, they have something to teach you.
1: Nicely done. First of all, Bumble. (laughs) Bumble.
0: Yeah, I couldn't think of another one. No, I wanted to say Farmers Only, but that was stupid. That doesn't make any farmers sense. Farmers Only <laughs> is very funny, specific. Here's the problem. I remember when that used to be for farmers. They would show, like, real-looking farmers, and now it's all hot people.
1: Now there's a, a reality show that's basically FarmersOnly.com.
0: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: we should watch. Um, yeah, I mean, it's Harrison Ford. I'm going to have to swipe right.
0: Yeah. There's no way around these it. These are both very... These are two dateable characters.
1: I, too, enjoy free climbing and monkey brains, so you got me.
0: I don't know about it. Adam,
1: you've played a devious little trick on me with the swiping. Mhm. Because it's impossible to choose which character would be better to date because they're both nightmares but so hot. <laughs> but I've got a trick up my sleeve for you. The game I have selected today for us to play is I am Groot. Love this game. Of course, uh, it is a the most theater kid one of all. It is a two-minute improvised monologue in character as the character that you have chosen. So with no further ado, I would like you to make an impassioned movie-stopping monologue as Indiana Jones.
0: Can I, can I put it at any time in his life?
1: Yes, absolutely. Okay, great. Any moment. Okay, great. Okay. Go.
0: You can come in. Thank you for joining me. I wanted to tell you a couple of things before I shuffle off this mortal coil. I've lived a fun, exciting life, and I've seen a lot of things, and I've done a lot of things, but a lot of things have been done to me, and a lot of things have seen me, kids, so I want to tell you this right now. Run. Get out of here as fast as you can. This life, it's not for everybody. And you have such a beautiful family at home. A wife who loves you, kids who look at you like you're Superman. So keep that. Remember that. Because one day you're going to find yourself in the muck and the mire surrounded by 52 Nazis who want to cut your tongue out so they can use it to enchant some ritual to bring back Nazi ghosts. And you're going to have to deal with that every weekend for the rest of your life. (laughs) So you need to ask yourself when your son says, where's dad? Dad, let's have a catch. Or or your daughter says, daddy, come to my recital. You tell him you can't because there's a cult. And they're ripping out people's organs, hearts, intestines, livers, and spleens. And you got to go save it. You're the only one who can do it. And that's going to weigh on you, kid. So again, my time on earth is short. Get out of here and go live your life. Don't be like me.
1: Wow. I had no I idea no... your voice could do that.
0: Thank, hey, I don't even know who he was talking to.
1: Yeah. Some kid.
0: Could have been, could have been some orderly in the nursing home.
1: Yeah, room I'm pretty sure it was just like a 38-year-old yeah. man just trying to get him to eat some peas.
0: I'm going to turn it back over to you. Okay. I am Groot. You have two minutes. Let's hear a monologue okay. from Laura Croft.
1: All right. <clears throat> I'm ready. I would like to thank you for this award for sexiest donation to the British Museum. But unfortunately, I cannot accept it. And then people are gasping and they're like, what? Yes, that's right. I cannot accept it. For I have enough things. I have no more desire for material possessions. There is only one thing that is missing in my life. Yes, my father. John Voight. Since I was a little girl, I have longed to see my daddy again. It has been my obsession, my sole pursuit to follow in his boots as a treasure hunter. My mansion, my vintage motorcycles—these mean nothing to me. Your puny awards—they make me laugh. Ha ha ha! That is why I have gathered you all together here tonight. Because all along, I have been planning a spell, an incantation, and I will harvest all of your life force, because other human beings, I really don't give a shit about you. All I want is to see Lord Croft again, so I'm going to consume your life force and use it for my spell. Oh no, I've become the very thing I hate. I can't do it, I'm just going to... Oh, I can't believe what's become of me. I'm going to take my two guns and shoot them into the air until the ceiling falls down on me, and then I'll make a crazy escape by running up the rubble and out into the night. Good night, and thank you for this
0: award. That's it. Very good. Thank you so much. That was very good. It was a
1: real dark night of the soul. You know, I'm thinking, I'm,
0: I, didn't, I don't know why I didn't realize this till now, but both of our characters have issues with their dads, and I'm starting to see a pattern here. Is this really, you know, broken children go on to become broken adults and yeah. maybe they are just dedicating too much of themselves, and maybe it's poisoned their minds. I don't know. I, I I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah.
1: Maybe it's like if you're trying to run too far away from your dad or if you're trying to be too much like your dad. Yeah. Either way, you, you got to walk a middle path and just be a professor without being a Tomb Raider.
0: Yeah. If you, you really got to be your own person. Yeah.
1: You really got to be your own multi-billionaire British aristocrat.
0: Laura. My guy's just a Midwest bloke who teaches at college. Bloke. Blue collar. <laughs>
1: Blue collar. Yeah, it really feels like a state school.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, he's, his class is hard to get into. Yeah. Well, I think we've both made wonderful cases for our characters, Caitlin. Let's uh, let's put a minute on the clock to make our closing arguments about why the listeners should vote for us whenever you're ready.
1: Laura Croft can do literally everything, speak every language, use every weapon, fly every sort of flying craft. Her look rules. Her friends are very few (laughs) and uh, often die. She solves puzzles. She uh, fires a bullet that goes through time to martyr a guy. Every time she goes on an adventure, she finds some kind of cute little girl to bond with. Uh, she is a role model for women, but she's a role model for men and all people as well. If you become fabulously wealthy, don't use it for charity. Use it to fly a carrier plane over Thailand and jump out of it and infiltrate an 800-year-old ruin. We can all stand to be more like Lara. brave and hot thank you and good night
0: that is a compelling closing argument
1: thank you so much adam uh yeah i put my whole single braid into it if you know what i mean i wish Um, i
0: was a lady aristocrat from british british (laughs) from british (laughs) from british
1: yeah me too i wish i was from british yeah adam i am dying to hear your closing argument too
0: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for spending the evening with us. I know you've heard a lot of great points about both of these characters, but unfortunately, someone's got to win, and that's going to be Indiana Jones. I want you to think of the coolest version of yourself that is actually attainable, and that's Indiana Jones. You can get a leather jacket. You can buy a fedora, and very, very few can pull it off, let alone pull it off well. So if you've reached that status in your life, you're already a 1,000 miles ahead of the game. Now, you throw on insurmountable odds and adventures that he conquers all the time, as I said earlier, for fun. He's all about knowledge. He's also a teacher, and I know maybe he's not... The most morally straight character. We were talking a little bit about romance earlier, and sure, he might have made mention about an earlier lovemaking session, but Caitlin, as you said, he was younger too. We Mm. all make mistakes. If anything, we can learn from this to become not just better archaeologists and better professors, but better people. That's Indiana Jones.
1: Gorgeous. I would like to become a better archaeologist.
0: I don't know a damn thing about it.
1: That's what I'm saying. Better than nothing. And I think we can do it.
0: When you saw Jurassic Park, did you think you were going to be a paleontologist like everybody else?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw The Mummy and thought I was going to um, become an Egyptologist and also yeah. uh, followed them with Brendan Fraser. So I was a stupid kid.
0: Yeah, there was a... I, I want, that's a magical time period, isn't it? When you go see every movie and it sparks <gasps> your interest. of Like, I am going to be an undersea biomedicine person like in Deep Blue Sea.
1: It's so wonderful. And I really think it's the power of storytelling.
0: Yeah, it's really cool.
1: It is... A nice point that we could all grow up to be Indiana Jones still. It's never too late. And you've already got the voice.
0: I assume that guys who wear leather jackets usually smell like cigarettes, but that's not that's not always true. No. So I think I think Indiana Jones probably smells like maybe nice chewing tobacco.
1: Wow, yeah. Or or like camel poop.
0: Yeah, for sure. Right? We all like that. We all like that. And we all like it when you vote for one of us. We all, I think I like it better when you vote for me. I'm pretty sure Caitlin likes it better when you vote for her. you vote for me. But if you'd like to weigh in on who you think won this week's battle or to give us suggestions on which pop culture icons you'd like us to represent next, you can email us at official versus podcast at gmail.com or tweet at whatelfmedia on socials and use the hashtag versuspodcast. podcast. Until next week, I'm Adam Peacock. I'm Caitlin Hempstead.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: Versus is a Wood Elf original series, executive produced by Rob Herding, David Henning, Ryan Middledorf, Caitlin Hempstead, and Adam Peacock. Produced by Tom Breck. Original music by Darren Johnson. Edited by Neely Oftering.